0: Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Antonio Neves, and this is episode 36 of the Best Thing Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to talk about a topic that many people have asked me to talk about, and it's a juicy one. It's all about what to do when people don't support you. I invite you to buckle up and get ready. But before we get into the episode, if there are any specific subjects you'd like me to talk about you can text me at 310-564-7124 that phone number and the link is in the show notes and of course if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast and i'd love for you to consider reviewing the podcast write a short review or being willing to share it with a, a friend a family member a colleague you name it We're hitting a lot of international charts and I just want more people to listen to this and have access to this. When you write a review or you share it, that makes that happen. And the last thing is this, as we are in the fall already right now, gearing up for it. If you find yourself in a bit of a of a funk and you're going through the motions, you feel like you're on cruise control and maybe you're living on on autopilot and you want to just turn things around before this year comes to an end. I invite you to sign up for my Stop Living on Autopilot mini course. This is free. It's three powerful video lessons that will be delivered directly to your inbox. All you have to do is swipe up, go to your show notes, click a button and you can sign up right there. Okay, that's it. Let's get into episode 36 on what to do when people don't support you. Welcome to the Best Thing Podcast, where we talk to thought leaders, creatives, authors, and entrepreneurs about how sometimes the best thing to happen to you is the most unexpected. Welcome your host, Antonio Nevs. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Best Thing Podcast, where I talk to people about the best thing to happen to them that doesn't include the traditional markers of success. I'm your host, Antonio Neves. I'm an author, coach and speaker. And in today's episode, we're doing a deep dive on the one thing. On these episodes, I talk about a thought or idea that has positively changed my life or the lives of people I've coached one-on-one or with my group coaching programs. The idea today is about what to do when people don't support you. Now, something tells me that you can relate to this topic and that at some point in your life, you've probably experienced family, friends or colleagues not supporting you, maybe your dreams or something that really matters to you. Hell, I, I know this firsthand. I, I can still remember when I left the television industry behind in New York City to move to Los Angeles to pursue the work that i'm doing today as an author, coach, and speaker there were so many people that i thought would support me as i made this transition but they were nowhere to be found i mean so many of my calls, text messages, and emails went unanswered i mean let's just keep it real it sucks when people don't support us our goals or our dreams and Of course, it's easy to get mad at them, complain, or feel like a victim. But at the end of the day, all that does is it just wastes energy. You see, I've come to learn that there's another way to approach people not supporting you. You can throw eggs at their house. You can open a credit card in their name. You can write a social media post about them, disparaging them. I'm joking. Don't throw eggs at anyone's house. Don't open credit cards in people's names and don't write malicious social media. Post. What you should do is this. You see, when people don't support us, I mean, our mind can start racing and we can begin to question ourselves and the decisions we made or are making. I mean, we can even be led to believe that without the support of others, we're not important. I mean, this can lead to asking ourselves questions like, I mean, am I doing something wrong? Am I making a mistake? What do they know that I don't know? And we can even ask ourselves, do I matter? Am I valuable? Of course, the answer is yes, you are valuable. And here's the deal when it comes to getting people to support you. And this is something I wish someone would have told me a long time ago. Now, you know how we endorse political candidates or support and root for our favorite sports teams? Well, look, we must be willing to do the exact same thing for ourselves. To be more direct, you must be willing to endorse, to support yourself, even if others aren't doing it. It is critical to be our own biggest supporters. Endorsing yourself means being willing to believe in the person you see in the mirror every day. It means appreciating yourself. It means acknowledging all of the hard work you've put in. It means giving yourself a pat on the back for how far you've come. And it means congratulating yourself for not giving up on what matters to you. And I know this isn't always easy, but it's absolutely necessary. To take this a step further and to get more raw, endorsing ourselves means being willing to step from the shadows into the light. You have to stop hiding in plain sight. We need to see you. It means putting ourselves out there in ways that challenge us or make us uncomfortable. I call this finding the edge. You see, when we do this, when we stretch ourselves, that's how we grow and that's how we create Momentum Now sometimes this can look like taking the road less traveled. At other times it means instead of wondering what will people think about you, if you put yourself out there, instead ask yourself, "What will you think if you don't?" This is where a big opportunity presents itself. the opportunity to be comfortable pursuing our dreams without the endorsement of others and instead of complaining for the lack of support we're receiving instead we can put that energy into what matters most you see most people don't get others to support them because of a lack of trust this can be be because so many of us spend our lives straddling lanes never really going all in on something We dabble here, we dabble there, and people see all this dabbling and all this straddling the line as a lack of commitment and a lack of dedication. However, when you endorse yourself and when you start putting in the work and believing in yourself by the actions you take and the decisions you make, when people see this, it slowly starts to get them to believe in you and want to support you. Hell, you'll even inspire them. What I'm trying to get across is that the person who you most need to invest in, to believe in, and to support along the way is you. The simple fact is that if, if we don't endorse ourselves, bet on ourselves, no one else will. So look, we've been theoretical big picture so far, but now let's, let's make this more... Practical. You know, the support we seek in life can vary based on our needs and where we are in our life. For the purpose of this episode, let's say the support you're seeking out from others is financial support or maybe someone's patronage to your business. Maybe you want them to invest in your big idea, again, your business, or to buy your products or services. This was something I experienced when I left the television industry in New York City behind to pursue becoming a coach, speaker and author. I wanted people to pay me for my services or to refer me to people or businesses that would. Now, let's just say my first few years were a struggle. I quickly had to learn to think about things differently. I had to learn how to become my own Benefactor. Now, if you aren't familiar with the concept of benefactors, I mean, for centuries, artists as varied as Mozart, James Baldwin, Pablo Picasso and Harper Lee were all able to create art because of benefactors. Benefactors can be people, organizations or communities who provide artists with financial support resources, or whatever else they need so that they can create their art. These days, creators like bloggers, podcasters, writers, or musicians have different kinds of benefactors to support their work. I mean, these include fundraising websites like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, or GoFundMe. There are also artist retreats or scholarships and grants established by foundations. Now, over the years... I've been lucky enough to have my own benefactors. And right now you may be thinking, must be nice, Antonio. I'd love to be in your shoes. Well, today is your lucky day because you see, my benefactors over the years have been called full-time and part-time jobs. You see, sometimes you have to kick-start yourself. When I first went out on my own as a speaker and coach, The truth is that for quite some time, my income from this work wasn't always enough to provide for my family. So at times along the journey of building my dream job, I essentially worked a full time job on top of all of my speaking and coaching work. I mean, one of my jobs actually required an almost weekly commute to San Francisco from my home in Los Angeles on top of my travel for speaking I was already doing. And another job I held was working with the top e-commerce agency doing branding and copywriting work. Now today, I'm so grateful for these jobs because they were my benefactors while I got my business off the ground. My only regret was that I didn't publicly share this truth about my life with others. I mean, I led people to believe, specifically those on social media, that I was thriving from my coaching and speaking business. I mean, as you probably know, the, the internet does not tell the whole story. It can never tell the whole story. It can, the internet can make everything look glamorous when my truth behind the scenes was at times a 14-hour shift of hard work. So many people, I mean, these are men and women I know, are in the position of pursuing their dreams and goals while working a full-time job and sometimes even a second job, all to provide for themselves and their family. To be clear, there should be no shame or stigma in this. Of course, I was once embarrassed to disclose that I had a a full-time traditional job, but, but not anymore. I mean, this is how I supported myself and my family. I mean, look, building a life you love takes courage and hard work. To put it bluntly, you already have what it takes to be your own benefactor. Chances are you're already doing the work. You just have to reframe how you look at it. Being your own benefactor means believing in yourself, investing in yourself, supporting yourself, doing the hard work. And yes, sometimes even treating your day job, your employer, and the income that you earn from it as an opportunity to do what you love. Starting today, I invite you to kickstart your discipline, your accountability, and the people you surround yourself with. Kickstart your commitment to what you say is most important. And on those days when you're struggling, let's be clear... There will be struggles. Always remember it's for a greater cause. That greater cause is you. This right here is how you will get people to support you and to believe in you. Remember, others may let you down. Just don't let yourself down. You owe it to yourself. Let me say that again. You owe it to yourself. Okay, let me know what you think about this episode. I'd love to hear what your, your key takeaways are and, and what really stood out for you. It was a joy to, to share this with you. I hope you got something valuable out of it. All right, get out of here because the world is waiting to see you shine. Thanks for listening to the Best Thing Podcast with Antonio Nevs. Join us next week for more stories that'll help you see the world through a new lens. For more resources, go to theantonioneves.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you share with a friend and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.